Thanks for tuning in again to Organic Matters. I'm going to start here. I'm going to go through the top, I'm going to say eight or ten. I'm going to go as long as I can do the ones I remember and I know. Are the fruits and vegetables that you're most likely to have in your home? How do you store them the best? How do you use them uh, for maximum efficiency and waste as little as possible? Let's begin with apples. Almost at one point or another, everybody has apples in their home. So what's the best way to store apples? Believe it or not, it's on your countertop. Preferably not in the sun or a hot spot, but on the countertop. They'll last about five days or seven, actually a lot longer, but at their prime, about a week or a little less. And they should be stored loose. They shouldn't be stacked too deep. They need to breathe. I do want to mention here, because when I know something about a fruit, I'll tell you, apples are probably one of the fruits you should definitely, without a doubt, buy organically. If you're going to feed it to your kids or you, the difference in an organic and a regular apple is not a little, it's a lot. Apples are, if not number one, they're always one, two, or three on what's called the Dirty Dozen list. It's a list that's put out by an EWG, a nonprofit environmental working group, and they actually take these fruits oh, through three times a year maybe, then maybe they say every quarter, and they go through the most popular fruits and vegetables and they do a chemical count on them. Well, apples and strawberries usually fight for the top about who has as many as 22 different chemicals on them that you're feeding you and your children, and for that matter, if you've got animals that eat them. So in the case of apples, spend that little bit of extra to get your family and you uh, something that you know is much safer. It's not just got a little bit of chemistry. Again, you need to look up and you can go anywhere. You don't even have to know. If you've got a computer, put in the dirty dozen vegetables or dirty dozen fruits and vegetables, and you'll get the most up-to-date. They change it a few times a year. You can print it out, take it to the grocery store with you if you want, but I've kind of learned them all now. And they switch around. For instance, a few years ago, out of the clear blue, never even thought of it, they put potatoes on the list. The reason is the whole industry changed the way they cleaned and sent potatoes to you. In the past, they flash froze them and then thawed them just to keep them from budding out too soon. Now, they run every potato you eat, if it's not certified organic, through a chemical hormone disruptor that changes the, the potato so it doesn't want to put out its buds. Unfortunately, that stuff doesn't come off. It actually gets to become part of the potato. So anyway, I'll go through these as I go. Right now, apples, countertop, five days, eh, loose is better. As apples ripen, you may not know, they produce a thing called ethylene gas, which can ripen nearby fruit faster than normal. It's best to store separately to keep everything on its own ripening schedule. In other words, you don't want to mix your apples with some of your other, unless an exception. There may be a fruit or a vegetable you want to ripen sooner. It's easy. Bananas also do this. Put whatever you want to ripen in with a ripe apple or a banana. As the best way I've learned is in a paper bag, and it will kind of speed up. It'll kind of give it double time to get it so where you want it to make it more edible. And uh, as the old tale goes, one bad apple can indeed spoil the whole bunch. Bruised, overripe apples produce more ethylene than normal. Be sure to use them up first if you see they come in. They're perfectly safe for you, but these are the fruits you should use uh, as soon as you bring them home, the first first ones on your list. And, and of course, as with a lot of fruits, keep your apples whole until you're ready to use them or eat them. Once an apple is cut, oxidation begins immediately, 
turning the flesh of that apple brown and shortening its shelf life. In an effort to keep things in order, I'll try to do this alphabetically as much as possible. So next, let's talk about asparagus. Best on an open refrigerator shelf, two to four days is, is peak. And if you really want to work on it, add a jar of water, I'll explain that. Keep asparagus fresh by making a, a kind of a bouquet stand of stalks in a glass of water, a couple of inches of water in it, and store it on a shelf in the refrigerator. Asparagus can pick up odors from other items in the, so cover it. Uh, I'd use some kind of a breathable bag to keep it, you know, kind of adding its, um, its smell to other fresh fruits or vegetables. Now, I happen to buy, this is silly, but it works. They make these really inexpensive uh, elastic shower caps in the, actually in the shampoo department of almost every drugstore or even the big, big box stores. And you get 10 or 12 of them for a dollar. They're to be used once to shower, but I just take those, stretch them over the top of asparagus and some other vegetables I mentioned to you, put them in a, a, a tall glass. Well, it doesn't even have to be too tall, but I just do tall so it's the center of gravity. It's more stable. I use a wide bottom glass and then I cover it with this shower. I guess it's a shower cap and it, it extends the life considerably. And most people don't realize asparagus stalks actually stay fresh much longer than the tops. So if they, if they get kind of tired, okay, top, trim the tops and still salvage the rest for cooking or the broth or whatever. Next we'll go down the list, avocados. Uh, initially the countertop, but I'll explain a refrigerator shelf in a minute. And there are four to seven days to ripen if you buy them pretty hard. Two to five days uh, in the fridge afterwards, and they're way better stored loose, not, not uh, all stacked together. Once your avocados to ripen faster on the counter, put them in a closed paper bag, I mentioned this earlier, to speed up the ripening, or again, add an apple or a banana to really make it even uh, increase uh, its uh, ripening faster. If you're only using half an avocado, Leave the pit in the other half you don't use. It does help prolong shelf life, not sure why, and store in the refrigerator in a slightly breathable bag. It doesn't have to be full of hole, but it needs to have some air coming in. Coat and cut the end of leftover avocados with a thin layer of olive oil, and it'll help prevent browning uh, from oxidation for an extra half a day or so at least. Next on my alphabetical list is beets. They should be kept in a refrigerator drawer. The greens will only last two days, two or three days at the most. Roots a week or a little more if you keep them properly. Uh, use a breathable bag. If your roots have greens, cut them off, leaving about eh, one inch or so connected to the root. Store them in separate breathable bags in the drawer of your refrigerator. They, I guess it's called the vegetable drawer. Don't cut tail. Leave the beet's little tail intact until you're ready to cook and you'll avoid drying out the root as fast. The leaves are as good as the root, incidentally. Saute beet greens with lemon, garlic, and olive oil is about all I use for a really good, delicious, no-waste dish. Incidentally, folks, Swiss chard is really a beet. But what they've done is they've they've crossbred them, no, it's not GMO, so that they get a lot more leaf and a lot less beet and then they call them Swiss chard. Let's talk a bit about berries now. 
Yeah, I'm talking like blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, most of your berries, not all, but, but most. Store well on a refrigerator shelf. They'll last you know, two to three if they're already pretty ripe to maybe a week, six days, seven days. They do well in their own original package or if not, a bowl with a cover on it. You, yeah, take a good look at your berries right away. Any signs of the, those that are moldy, remove them. You know, again, it's bad like apples. One bad berry can kind of ruin the rest. Moving berries into a container larger than the original package does give them room to breathe and will prolong their lifespan for another day or two. Exposure to water can increase the chance of a mold, especially in the more delicate berries like raspberries. Hold off on washing berries until you're going to use them or eat them. Next in the idea of what I call my alphabet order is broccoli. Does fine in the refrigerator drawer. Good up to a week in most cases, especially if you get it fresh at the market. Best stored in a breathable bag or, believe it or not, paper towel. Mist the broccoli and wrap in damp paper towels before placing it in the fridge. It will definitely lengthen its lifespan. And if they're starting to lose their life a little bit, but they still look perfectly good otherwise, believe it or not, you can kind of re-perk them up and get them back to life by just a quick dip in a real ice bath. Don't let the stalks go to waste. I, I learned that. I can't believe how many people I've eaten with or gone to their homes and they throw, by weight, half of everything they bought in the broccoli out. Give them a little extra time if you cook them over heat. When you cook up the rest of the, uh, the head and mix up the texture and your favorite dish. Now, I actually take time. This sounds time consuming, but I don't cook in a hurry. I take time to actually, I take a, either a vegetable peeler or a, a paring knife, and I actually take away the outer skin, I guess I call it, of the broccoli stems, and it makes them more tender than ever. It also speeds up their cooking somewhat. Now, what about carrots? They still do better in a refrigerator drawer, not out on the counter. The greens will last two or three days, which incidentally, yes, they're quite edible. Uh, carrots at least a week and in a vegetable drawer with kind of an airy, breathable bag longer than that. I'll give you one other alternative too. If left attached, carrot greens will continue to draw out water, leaving uh, the carrot itself kind of limp and flimsy. Trim the greens, leave about an inch or so of the stem, and store in a breathable bag, preferably if you have room in your crisper drawer, your vegetable drawer. Keep your carrots crunchy and fresh by submerging them in cold water baths inside a sealed bowl, and you can refresh them daily. They last a lot longer that way if you want to make that much of an effort. And you can use the greens, folks. Eat them raw in a salad. You wouldn't believe if you haven't done them. They blanch as a side dish or just throw them in making whatever your vegetable stock's going to be. It's a nice, flavorful additive. And I added cauliflower here because it's becoming more and more popular all the time. It uh, goes good in your refrigerator drawer, your, uh, your crisper. Good up to a week if you take care of it. Again, a breathable bag. Don't, you don't want to put these things in these sealer bags with no air in them. Just remember that. Unwrap your cauliflower if you can as soon as you get it to the house and transfer it to a breathable bag preferably with a paper towel to absorb the moisture. Just throw a paper towel in there. Uh, if you can't eat all of your florets within the next day or so, the best way to keep this particular vegetable is to blanch it for about three minutes and then you can freeze it till you need it. 
Save the greens, believe it or not. Remove the, the, the kind of the woody sections of the cauliflower leaves and roast the rest with a, I use an olive oil with some seasoning, whatever you like. I like a little spicy seasoning. And it takes about mine 15 minutes or so at uh, about 400 degrees in your oven. And, it, it, and it's, uh, again, it's the waste not, what not. Because this show goes to several radio stations and podcasts, I need to break but I'm going to come back and finish this. So after this, whatever you get in the way of a break on whatever podcast or radio station you're on, I'll be back and do probably another whole quarter of a section. I kind of like what I'm doing here. We'll go through the rest of the fruits and vegetables that I've had an opportunity to deal with. Thanks for staying in tune to Organic Matters. <laughs>